This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your host, Tony Quinn Jr. He knows he just dropped a million dollars. <laughs> like, literally, it was like in his glove. And Chris Ello. I am tired of the letter Q. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> Every one of my players is questionable. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Getting started with hour number two here on Gwen and Chris, broadcasting live today from uh, Cathedral Catholic High School, side of tonight's uh, showdown basketball game between Cathedral Catholic and St. Augustine. And uh, it's fun being back out at the high schools again. Glad you've joined us on this Tuesday following the three-day super wild card NFL weekend. Jerry Brewer was outstanding from the Washington Post. We appreciate him joining us, and we remind you, Never miss uh, a moment from 97.3 The Fan with the free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite talk shows and listen wherever, whenever works best for you. You know, we've made it through the first hour of the show, guys, and we're going to get to the Daily Gambit here in a second. Uh, but I have not yet broached the subject of the Dolphins and their performance against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday which, as I was telling Scraby earlier, I was very pleased with their performance when the game was over. I was like, <laughs> you know what? That was pretty good. That wasn't so bad. I thought they were going to get killed by 30 points, and they played them right to the end. Well, that interception to start off the game for Skylar yes. Thompson was probably the worst thing for as him. As soon as that happened, I was like, wow, this is going to be ugly. <laughs> so when the game was over, I actually felt pretty good. In the 48 hours since that game has been over, though, I have come increasingly more irate. Really? Yes. Irate, he says. With the Dolphins. Because they, they should have won? Yes. Oh, they should have won the I game. I don't know how. You, I, I, I assumed that you would feel decent about it, but you would ultimately be pissed. I am. Because they didn't win. And I am pissed. They had a chance to win. They had every <laughs> chance to win that game. Uh, and you know what? Everybody's for, for the, the luckiest guy on earth right now in a Miami uniform is Jalen Waddell. Because he dropped three passes that would have given them about 150 yards worth of field position. 
and nobody's talking about it because everybody's talking about the last mix-up when they thought it was first down and it was fourth right. down and they got the delay of game penalty. But, you know, that's that to me is a, is a rookie coach and a third-string quarterback. 100%. And they just, 100%. Didn't, they just didn't get it done, Tony. No. They, they, it wasn't just the last one where they got the delay of game. They had to call all three timeouts Time yeah. because of delay of game problems earlier Which in the game. Which is why they couldn't call timeout That's on the delay. That's why they couldn't call it on the last one. So, you know, really Buffalo was there for the taking. And I, I'm more mad than ever that Miami didn't win that game. Anytime your defense gives you seven sacks, two interceptions, and a fumble and six, a fumble six you got to win that game I, at the National Football League level. And so, you know, I was pleased, and now I'm not so pleased. You know, Josh Allen is a great quarterback, and I'm, I don't want to ever face him, and I would want to take him on my team, but he turns over the ball too much. He's too, he's too, he's too like a gunslinger. He is very much very Brett Favre, Favre yes. reincarnated, bet more athletic. Because um, there isn't any real method to the madness on when he has a bad day. It's not like, oh, he's under pressure, and that caused – Sometimes he just because he's so uberly talented. Yeah, he thinks he can he make every play. He thinks he can play. make every play. Yeah, he does. And he in year what is this? Is this 3 this is four, fourth four. year I think. Four year four for him. That'll ultimately be the thing if he never if he if he's able to get over the top, that'll be ultimately the thing that he corrects. Right. Where you're not going to have an answer for for him because we've seen when he's on He's he's one of, if not the best quarterback, but sometimes those yeah. Brett Favre moments pop like in. Like that there. fumble six should have never happened. He no. should have eaten that ball, yep. taken the sack, or thrown it away. Um, but look, Miami played a they played a terrific game, and I, and I'm really disappointed that they didn't advance. Uh, who knows how many guys they might have got back healthy for this game this week, and given themselves a real chance. What do you guys think of this notion? that teams that are division rivals who meet in the wild card round, it just creates for a great game. Because Baltimore-Cincinnati was so much I, closer than everybody I, thought. I, Miami-Buffalo. Seattle-San Francisco was also closer for a half than anybody thought it would be. That was, that's just uber-talented over a team that's not quite right. as talented. But I think it makes perfect sense. You know these teams better than you know any of your other opponents. You've yeah. already played them twice. There's a familiarity. of, And, and this was brought up during one of the games tendencies you you know what not only the players tendencies are you know what the offensive coordinators tendency are tendencies are the defensive court what they like to do and so it does make for a better matchup when both sides know each other really really well which is exactly why your statement earlier that the Giants Philadelphia game coming up this weekend is really just a coin flip yeah. I, I know the odds and we'll get into the daily gambit stuff but Philadelphia is the number one seed. The Giants are kind of an also-ran, you know, upset team. I, I don't I don't see anything other than a coin flip determining that game because these teams know each other so well. So it makes for great football, great theater, and it was a great weekend. Let's recap it with a little gambling angle, and that is Scraby's time to go daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game.
take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is the daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And before we get into it, everybody, please gamble responsibly because if you gamble on some of the stuff that we talked about last week, you probably didn't do too well. Just imagine somebody who had Jacksonville plus one and a half points the other night <laughs> celebrating after that game going, oh, yeah, I had it all the way. No, you didn't <laughs> you have did not. it all the way. You did not, sir. Please. You did exactly. not. You were a liar, sir. Yes. Uh, we started on Friday. We're just going to review the bets today because we made quite a few prop bets and spread bets and all that stuff for football, but the Aztecs, Chris handicapped them himself as a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, Chris, you did say that they would cover. Tony said, indeed. I just wanted to make sure that that was put down there because he says, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but the Aztecs did lose this game 76 to 67. Yeah, we haven't talked about it, but uh, Nathan Mensa fouled out on a technical foul, which was a big play in that game. He had three fouls, and you can't it was a it was a sketchy call his fourth foul but you have to know that a technical foul is also a personal foul you can't say anything to the official there i think the is official is that an nba is, is that just a college rule that's right just there? a college rule yeah and high school but if you have three fouls and you commit a foul and then you tell the ref you stink and you get a technical that's five game's over for that's you brutal. and that's what happened mensa went out of the game and you know new mexico outplayed him uh, overall but uh, losing mensa down the stretch hurt uh, I do want to point out that my spread of seven, seven and a half, and a half yeah. the actual spread was eight. So I was oh. very close to All that. Right. But either way, uh, the Aztecs suffered their first conference loss. Yes, in, indeed, as Tony would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's move to the NFL, the in order I of the games. I wouldn't use indeed after a San Diego State loss, though, just so you know. No, no, you would not. Okay, sorry. I, I need to refile yeah, that in my, word, sure my, right. my head. The, the 49ers were nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Seahawks for Saturday's game, and the 49ers looked like they were going to have – not going to cover, but they ended up doing that. 41-23 to 23 was the final score. So you guys both took the Seahawks. I took the 49ers. Good for you. Now, George Kittle over under 44.5 receiving yards. Uh, we all said over. He actually only had 37 receiving yards in the game, so we were all wrong on that one. Kittle let us down. Kenneth Walker un- over under 60.5 rushing yards. Uh, Chris and I said under. Tony said over, and he just barely got over with 63 Rushing he, rushed, yards. he ran the ball well, especially in the first half. They, I just, texted, they just got they got down, and they, they right, couldn't they run it no more. It I, I texted my two pros and a Joe podcast crew, and I said, Kenneth Walker's too good. <laughs> just, just, just I can imagine you were just, just crying. bawling during the first half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They both were like, uh, just calm down. Just calm How down. How come we DK Metcalf? <laughs> you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. DK, DK has put himself. I told you you should have live feed, I yeah. especially in. Kidding, the first man. Half. That would have been I, incredible. Video. I thought about it. I thought about have, it. We would have. We would have had ourselves just a fun time today. Oh, and we and then have when the guy anyway. made the penalty and gave them the field goal, before <laughs> I jumped the out of my chair and said, "Are you a bleeping idiot?" <laughs> That's what I said. And I want to just add to that field goal. Hats off and thumbs up to my man Donnie Myers, because that's his son, uh, Jason Myers oh. from. Uh, modern-day Catholic down oh, wow. there who made that 56-yard field goal. So oh. good for Jason yeah. and his not, dad, No, Donnie. not good for him in that game. Well, sorry everything about that, else, I had to everything root for, else. That, I had okay. to for that field goal. All right. Uh, let's move to the next game, Chargers and Jaguars. The Jaguars are plus – there were plus two and a half. Chargers were favored in this game. But as we all know, the Jaguars ended up winning 31-30. to uh, We did not make a over-under on this one because we did it in our picks. 
but the profit that we did for this game, Austin Eckler over under 35 and a half receiving yards. We all went over. Austin Eckler had two catches for eight yards. I don't know what they were doing. He didn't get any carries either, so, I mean, he, yeah. he was just, just that, non-existent. That's a waste of talent. That really is a waste is. of talent. It really is. That's an absolute waste of talent. Now, the Dolphins and the Bills, the Bills were 13.5-point favorites when we made this bet, but obviously we all chose Bills. Obviously it didn't happen. 34-31 Bills, so the Dolphins were able to foil that. And the Giants and the Vikings, the Vikings were three-point favorites in this game. The Giants ended up winning 31-24. to We also did not pick on the spread because of our game. Um, Ravens, Bengals, the Bengals were 8.5-point favorites in this one. Bengals barely did not cover 24-17. Chris, you chose the Ravens. Tony and I chose the Bengals. Yeah, the so. Ravens. John Harbaugh, is a, to me, is a great game coach, but he messed this game up, and you wanted to talk about it a little earlier, Tony, down on the goal line, not giving the ball to J.K. Dobbins at all, uh, trying to get Tyler Huntley to sneak over from the one-yard line. Well, it was just a big mistake. Yeah, you had what, play action first play, Yeah, uh, a run to with Gus, Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards the second play. And then you try to go over the top from, yeah. and, and, you know, yes, Here's what I'll say is, you know, that play isn't necessarily designed for Hudley to try to reach over the top. That was a decision he H- made, he made yeah. which was a bad, a poor decision. You have to know from that far out, you sticking a ball out with a bunch of hungry defenders on the other side, yeah. it's probably going to get go snatched well. out of yeah. your hand. And that's exactly what happened, only it goes for 98 yards the other way, and it completely turned the game on its that head. That was the winning score? It was. It was the winning score. But the Ravens' clock management on the final drive what was, was happening? terrible. They did an awful job. And I just, again, you wonder if it has to do with working with a backup quarterback. I think it does. They're just, excuse me, not as comfortable. But I think Harbaugh designed a great game plan to keep them in the game. And the Bengals, one thing that worries me going forward uh, against Buffalo or anybody, is offensive their offensive line, line is yeah. in tatters. It I is. mean, they have Tatters. four out of their five guys are injured right now. And they're, as good as Joe Burrow is, nobody's good they're, when, they're, when they're on their back. They're extremely lucky Von Miller is, is hurt now for the oh, season. Because this could be a whole – it could be end up being a whole lot of trouble regardless. Yeah. But if he was healthy – this would be a, a real, real tough matchup because, unfortunately, there's not going to be enough time for those offensive linemen to heal up uh, the way they're going to need no. them to in this in this next next week. Yeah. Last night's game was a bore fest. We talked about it earlier, the Cowboys and the Bucks. The Cowboys were two-and-a-half-point favorites, and they definitely covered that. I think the final score was 31-12 or 31-14. 31-14. Did we mention that the kicker for the Cowboys missed four PATs last night? We didn't mention night? that yet, but that was really fun. I the, enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. every minute of that. I was watching for the third one, and then I was like, okay, I have to watch for the fourth one. I, was, I couldn't believe that he missed four in a row. That was insane. Dak Prescott was hot. Oh, he was. He threw his helmet. He said, he, we, he said, we might as well go for two. <laughs> we might as well. When he, I, you know me, I DVR, and I DVR'd the first one, and I came back, and it was 6 nothing. I go, oh, he must have missed. Then I DVR'd the second one, and came back, 12 nothing. I'm like, he missed again? <laughs> and then the third one, I, I watched, watched it. it. And then he missed it. And the fourth one, I definitely watched it. So that put some excitement back into the extra point. 
All right, well, well, that was why they moved it for yeah. that reason. They I mean, moved it. It, it definitely it is. Uh, that was one of the best things that the NFL has done rule. in the past It was a 10 sneaky, years. sneaky good, good rule. Yeah, yeah, because it does cause chaos. And he only missed three well, extra points the entire season. He missed four last night. Not only that, it, it's also opened up the door for two-point conversions, which that's we true. never used to see. Right. Yeah, that's right. All right, we'll go through these prop bets a little bit quick. Uh, Seahawks and 49ers, we're back to that. Elijah Mitchell over under 36 and a half rushing yards. We all yards. failed on that one. Uh, we all said over, and he had nine <laughs> carries for two yards. I didn't. He had a touchdown, <laughs> but he had nine carries for two yards. We missed. Badly. What, what is that average? Negative four. Oh gosh, <laughs> man, a carry. Jeez, he's going backwards. Uh, Chargers at the Jaguars. Gerald Everett anytime TD score in the game. You all said no. I said yes, and he did score a touchdown. Uh-huh. So Gerald Everett had a good night. Actually, he had over 100 yards receiving in the well, touchdown. He had to because Mike Williams wasn't available. That's true. Dolphins at Bills. Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns. We all said he would do that. He did three touchdowns on. The weekend, Giants at Vikings, Kirk Cousins over 277 and a half passing yards. You guys said no. I said yes. You guys were correct because he went 273. It was four and a half yards away. Man, those odds makers again. You, They're amazing. You, right on. You know, it's, you know it's, it's, it's a bad deal when um, got pa- uh, uh, Fitz, Fitzgerald. Um, Larry, Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald was the guest on, on the pregame show for ESPN. Mm-hmm. And they're picking. I saw They're it. making their picks. Obviously, him and Randy are former Vikings. And Fitzgerald hedged. He basically was like, I just can't trust that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to get it done. That's right. They've been too inconsistent. And he picked against them. And by golly, he turned out to be right. Wow. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. Jamar Chase over 75 and a half receiving yards. Chris said under. Tony said no, he's not going to go over. I said he will. He had 84. So not crushing the over, but did make it. it. Uh, Last one, Cowboys at Bucks. Dak Das. Dak Prescott, over 243.5 passing yards. Chris and I said under. Tony said over. He had 305 last night with five total touchdowns. What a game he had. He had a fantastic game. He I did. mean, you got to give him credit. I mean, and I watched the, the one thing I will say, Scraby, you're, you're going to love this, but. No, am I? No, you're not. <laughs> if the Cowboys play like that next week, I think they, they'll win. Okay, I come mean, on. That's how I good agree. they no, I knew this was going to happen. I agree. That they played a. Cruddy Bucks team, and now they're the anointed said, the, the favorite if, of the playoffs. No, I didn't call them the favorites. I didn't even say I'm going to pick them. Nope. I just said if they play like that, they can beat them. They can beat them. I Dave mean, Marcus, that if was you're a listening, fantastic performance. It was. It was. Okay. Dave Marcus, if you're listening, that's all I'm saying. your team's going down this weekend, Dave. Oh, team's good going luck, down. Good luck getting him to believe. I mean, yeah. he was all in my my text he message was. yesterday he was. talking about uh, you know what the Cowboys were going to do. Well, I, with, I, with that one, by the way, Tony won the weekend in the uh, pick'em. Yeah, because he went five and one. Uh, you and I went four and two. We were we were all three tied uh, in terms of our picks going into last night. But Tony was the only one to pick the Cowboys. So Stupid we will Tom reconvene <laughs> with our picks in the divisional round. That's it for the daily gambit. Much more Gwen and Chris to come. Are the Padres going to end up with Shohei Otani? We'll ask uh, ourselves that question and let you know what our answers are when we come back after traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Three twenty-four on the clock Tony Wood Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby here at Cathedral Catholic High School. The Dons taking on the Saints, St. Augustine, that is. 7 o'clock tip-off here at Cathedral High, Cathedral Catholic High. Excuse yeah, me. too good of a game for me to be assigned to referee. Well, you've already done one Cathedral Catholic game this I've year. I've done two this year. Oh. And uh, their head coach, uh, Will Cunningham, will be on with us later. will probably tell you very quickly that they lost both games that I <laughs> officiated. Yes. So he's probably pleased that I'm not <laughs> officiating here tonight, but I am going to be out at Helix High School. I have to make a cross-country or cross-county trek after the show to get down to Helix and referee tonight. But uh, I know that the Saints has a really good team this year. They're rated number one in the county. Mike Hopp does a great job there. Former guard played at USD and at San Diego State. State. Yeah. One of the very few guys who's ever played at both places. He's a Miramisa high grad. That's like being a Dodger and a Padre. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Mike Hopp's done a terrific job coaching at Saints, and so is Will Cunningham at Cathedral. Uh, and uh, like we said earlier, it's a rivalry game, so they're going to throw out the records and uh, battle it out tonight here. One of the things that uh, popped up over uh, the long weekend was this Shohei Otani uh, I don't even want to call it a report. It was more of a um, guess. guess out there, <laughs> uh, according to uh, Bob Nightingale. And it's, a, it's according to sources. He's getting this from somewhere. Okay. Um, but the Padres are supposedly going to be square in the middle 
of what could be baseball's first $500 million uh, player. Now, you know that who his said, source could have been? Could have been me. Yeah, could I have could have just told him, Bob, I think the Padres will be interested in Shoei Otani. The Padres are going to be interested in everybody. At this point, I think that's pretty safe so to why admit, is this, safe uh, to this isn't even right. I mean, I, you know, I love Bob, but this isn't really a major story to me. Uh, if, if and, and it's a big if, yeah. but if and when Otani becomes available, I certainly expect the Padres to kick the tires on it, depending on what happens with Machado and what happens with Soto. Of course they might be interested, but I, I say this, if Manny Machado decides to, you know, go ahead and just finish out his contract with the Padres and Juan Soto signs on the dotted line, there's going to be enough money to even think about getting a Shohei Otani. Right. So it's really much ado about nothing at this point. It's, it's a whole lot to do about nothing. Yeah. We're, you're, you're more than a year away. I mean, Shohei could decide to re-up with the Angels in, in spring training. Who who knows? So yeah. um, we'll get there when you get there. Obviously, that's a, a, a next generation type uh generational talent obviously in Shohei Otani but uh it's a long long ways away it is much to do about it. and oh by the way the Dodgers will also be heavily involved of course in, in the search for uh, and I bet Shohei. you that the Yankees and the Mets and the usuals will all put in a phone call for Shohei Otani and then some you know one thing I did want to talk about the Padres if we have a second Tony yeah this upcoming season I feel like too many people are focused on what's going to happen beyond this upcoming season. Way too much. What's going to happen with Manny? What's going to happen with Soto? Are we going to get Otani? What are we going to do with Darvish and Snell and all of these pitchers? And are we going to be a good team moving forward? And are we going to be able to compete and win this and win that? Right now is what you should only be looking at. That's the this w- upcoming season right. is the season for Padre baseball. Don't worry about what's going to happen in the future. No. Just enjoy what's going to happen now. The only relevant window is the window that we are talking about right now. Yes. Um, it, listen, I, I know we have, we all have this vision of a long, sustained playoff appearance run. However... It is important to lock in on the now and enjoy the now. If anything, if there is one lesson that I hope we all learned from last year's season was to just be in the now. Because when you start looking ahead, you just it's unpredictable. Baseball is is one of the toughest sports to predict outcomes that are going to happen on a day to day basis. Uh, This is a this is, in my opinion, one of, if not the most talented roster, maybe you could argue Houston has a more talented roster. Not by but there's, much. But there aren't very many teams that are going to line up and say, you know what, we flat out have a better team than the Padres right now. And so we all should enjoy this window. Clearly, Peter Seidler, A.J. Preller, Bob Mel, all the people in charge have these boys lined up and what should be a fun, fun year. We should all enjoy it because thinking about next year when possibly Manny can opt out, possibly Shohei Otani will be available for free agents, does you no good. It, 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 it doesn't allow you to enjoy what's in front of you right now. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many people have said, Chris, well, what's Tatis going to do in the future? Is he going to, I mean, you know, is he going to really play the outfield? Is he going to not want to play shortstop? Is he going to be upset? Is he going to be a happy camper? We don't know. I said, I don't know, but I know now he's going to be. <laughs> right. So just enjoy this season. Right. This is, it's all come together. It's all pointed. It's all culminated in what's going to happen in 2023. 
And, um, you know, let's just see what happens down the road, but there's too much talk about what's going to happen later. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. All right, let's uh, step away. Let's get to break when we come back. GBU. If you don't know what that is, that's the good, the bad, the ugly. Chris Ello's got it lined up. Before we get to break, make sure you tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valente Friday at 6 p.m. as former NFL MVP Boomer Siasen and Mike Valente discuss the biggest NFL news and previews the most important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Uh, fantastic job done by Maddie there on the board. Uh, quick reactions yes. and uh, able to save some traffic for us. Time now to have quick reactions again, Maddie, and give us a little of the NFL theme music for today's good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And away we go. She's right on top of it. Let's go. Yeah, it's time for some football. Start with the good. You know something, Tony? I didn't really want to put the 49ers in the good category this week. However, <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> I bet you did. Every time I put the 40, I don't put the 49ers in the good category. Scraby loses his mind. Scraby cries like it's the first half of the Seattle game on Saturday. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. So <laughs> not only did I put them in the good category, I also wrote that they were the most dominant team of the weekend behind the amazing Brock Purdy. But uh, they were still, it was still a great football game. Third quarter, 49ers led 23-17. Elijah Mitchell helped the 49ers start to pull away. It's a play action. Purdy going to roll left, and he gets away from Bruce Irvin, throws on the run wide open. Elijah Mitchell, touchdown! San Francisco! I'll tell you one thing. That was maybe one of the best plays Brock Purdy made all day. You can say whatever you want about this young guy. He came out. I thought he was a little nervous. A little. He was overthrowing some passes. He looked a little out of sorts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But he does a great job, Tony, of buying time. Uh, and, and he did on that play. I mean, he looked around the field, escaped the rush. I think Mitchell was his fourth or fifth choice to throw the ball to. You know, got to give credit where it's due, I hate to say. Uh, following that touchdown, Brock Purdy just threw an out pattern to uh, Debo Samuel. They and Debo the Samuel did the rest. 
Go ahead. Sorry, Scraby. They fake the toss. They roll Purdy to the left. Purdy going to throw back middle. Wide open. Debo Samuel down the sideline. 50, 40, Debo 30, Debo 20, Debo 10, Debo touchdown! San Francisco! Yeah, it's really annoying. (laughs) Really, really annoying. It was hard enough to watch it 14 times enough to hear that replay. never try and twist Debo's knee on the ground because that's what they said after the game was the thing that kicked him into gear. Yeah, I mean, they tried to hurt him. The other side of that is you actually twist his knee and then he's out the game and then he can't play anymore. Yeah, and and if you and if you really if you really needed if you really needed a knee twisted to get up for the game, then the 49ers aren't who I think they are. They were sleepwalking through the first half. I wonder now if the Cowboys have the type of D to force because we haven't seen a team do it. We've talked about it now for what like four or five weeks. Who's going to be the first team that says, you know what, Purdy? You're going to have to beat us. But the problem is, uh, as we saw, there's so many weapons to try to corral. I tell you one thing. I mean, that's his, what, his seventh game, Scraby? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, they just keep on cruising. I I thought Seattle did a pretty good job of taking away the run. They did. I mean, uh, Elijah Mitchell had two yards rushing, did you say? Yes, nine carries. McCaffrey had some yards, but most of it was on that one carry in the first quarter. like 60-something yards. How many points did the Seahawks score? 23. And that's the thing. That's like the most points the Niners have given up in quite some time. 23? And the 49ers still won going away. Uh, Also in the good category. They have not been in the good category for many, many years. But over the weekend, the New York football giants Mm. continued their massive turnaround not only that, but how about Daniel Jones? Haven't talked much about him today. He connected with former Aztec Daniel Bellinger to help the Giants forge a lead. Hodgins to the near side right. Slayton in the slot. Jones over center. Second down. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Throws left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. Yeah, that's the way you call a touchdown. Wide open for the touchdown, <laughs> Bellinger. Thank you very much. Uh, 24-14 Giants at that point. I Mike. just want to pat myself on the back real quick, though, because I early in the year said Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, and no one believed in me. Everybody said I, I was an you idiot. You got proof of that? Uh, I will go, go back and listen to every show we've ever done I don't until I you find it. That. I definitely said that Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, and everybody told me I was I crazy. Haven't heard, I haven't heard anybody ever say that Daniel nope. Jones is a good quarterback. You know why Not he's a good now. quarterback? Now. You know why he's a good quarterback? Because he is a big dude that can run, and he's quick, and he's starting to figure it out. He's also another dude that seemingly has had a bunch of different offensive coordinators. That is <laughs> now true. that he's got a really good coach, he seems to be it's headed in the right what direction. Can happen. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was talking about that over the week. I can't remember who it was. Oftentimes, we try to disassociate either it's good coaching or bad quarterbacking when in reality it's probably a combination of both and that includes folks like Tom Brady involved right you get good coaching and you get a good quarterback sky's the limit it uh, takes off from there and the Giants would take off from there after the Vikes had fought back 24 all Saquon Barkley Jones takes the snap handoff Barkley hit and dives ahead and is he in for the touchdown yes touchdown Saquon Barkley and the Giants have the lead with 7.47 to go in the ball game. And the Giants would hang on 31-24 over Minnesota, which uh, did not lose a single one-score game all year. 
11 and 0 until that one. That right there uh, is a big reason why Danny Dimes is is playing well. He has a healthy Saquon Barkley, uh, who is just a load to deal with when you try to tackle him. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, he, he really is. is. He's playing. A, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder yes, too. Saquon's. He heard everything. Saquon's. He heard everything they said about him the last couple of years while he was hurt. And uh, he's making he's them running pay like for it. it. That's right. Uh, in the bad category, we lead off with the Dolphins, who <laughs> really, <laughs> as you look back, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> probably should have probably should have beaten the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo turned it over three times, defensive touchdown, seven sacks, but Miami's coaching foibles blew that opportunity late in the game, and as a result, Josh Allen and Cole Beasley and the Bills hung on. Three receivers to the left, Knox on the right side, Singletary in the backfield, to the right of Allen, the shotgun. Here's the snap, fires it to Beasley at the three, lunges for the end zone, touchdown! I would have rather O.J. Simpson scored a touchdown oh for the Bills gosh. against the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> than Cole Beasley. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to be he honest with you, Simpson. that was not the guy I wanted to see score. Buffalo wins 34-31. Could it be that the Bills had a bit of an emotional letdown after everything that's happened for the last two weeks? Possibly. Because they just did not look that good in this game, and they're going to have to play better to beat Cincinnati because yeah. the Bengals are a much better team than Miami. No, they're going to have to play a whole lot better. Uh, again, this is you got to give uh, your man McDaniel some uh, some some credit. I mean, he put together a good game plan. Yeah. And if they had executed to perfection, you mentioned the three drops by by Waddle. This, this we're talking about a different outcome. Uh, I he think. says drops. Those were pretty well defended plays. I'm one have one to, of them was one a of them was a drop. Show you the first drop, which okay, is about a sixty-yard gain. I'll give you that one. The, the other, other two, two were in his arms. And were knocked, and he dropped them. I to me, you don't think they were knocked out? No, I don't. Okay. I think that they, the ball was jarred, and he lost it. And you can't do that at, at that level. This was so stressful for Mike McDaniel that he had to vape on the sideline. Did you guys see this? Was he vaping? Is that what was going on? See, Come on. See, this is what I'm talking about. No way. There's a video there's of a, him. There's a video. Yeah. And, and you can't even really hundred percent see that. You can see a device in his hand. You see something in his hand, and you see him do this. This is this is. But it's so cold that is, when he breathes out, you can see his breath anyway. This is the age. This is the age we live in. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Oh but now, now, I don't mind either way. Now we got people actually like trying to like pinpoint his hand and like pixelated pictures. He did. He did do the. I'm guilty. I'm trying to not have you draw attention to me doing this. Or or he might have just been blowing into his hands. I don't know. It yeah, was cold. It was freezing. <laughs> the NFL, unfortunately, has come a long way from the days of Norm Van Brocklin, who used to just light up a dart on the sidelines <laughs> and didn't care who and, was watching. NFL and, and the MLB have gotten away yes, from that. Yes, that's right. Jim Leland and a lot of those <laughs> Does guys. Does anybody else smoke in Major League Baseball these days? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure... Um, uh, my right Ryu, I know he was. I know really? he's, Yeah, I know he smoked. Oh wow! There, he has a bunch of heaters in between. In between <laughs> <eggs>. <laughs> also in the bad category, the Baltimore Ravens, the soap opera Ravens, let it get away on this amazing 98-yard fumble return by Cincinnati Sam Hubbard. Get ready, guys, for this call. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. Oh, the no. Bengals have Go the ball. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens 40. Nice. The 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Bengals! How about it?
That is that is that is the best of him right there because he had 98 yards. Oh, yeah. 98 <laughs> yards to yell. Dave. That, that kid uh, who did it, I, I can't remember his name, and I just called him a kid even though I'm a kid. Sam Hubbard. It's Sam Hubbard. He is a local Cincinnati guy. Yes, How is. cool is that to win a game by recovering a fumble of your favorite team that's playing aw- for them? That's awesome, and I love the fact that he had to get the oxygen tank out. <laughs> he totally that's did. Right. He did. Totally to did. breathe right. What do you think about the Ravens soap opera, Tony? Lamar Jackson wasn't even at the game. People are starting to make uh, excuses for him. They said he was not feeling well. He he was was ill. Uh, Do you think that this is a a relationship that can be saved in Baltimore? I'm not reading as much. From what I heard, what what I know is uh, a PCL injury um, is not a fixable thing like an ACL or an MCL. Like It just has to heal. And it sounded like listening to his teammates, he was barely walking. So if he if they had gotten that game, him standing on the sidelines in that kind of cold weather, I don't know how that would have done anything. And, you know, I don't see an issue with him not being at the game. It wouldn't be the first starter quarterback that was out for that game with an injury that wasn't there. So I, I don't see any much of that. Now, in terms of his comments afterwards, yeah. Uh, that speaks to a little bit different issue, I think. Yeah, we'll I think be John, following that one. John Harbaugh not commenting on this at all throughout the last couple of weeks tells me everything. I don't think so. Done. See, I think John Harbaugh is playing this as smart as you can play it as a head coach. If Lamar Jackson returns on a long-term deal, he doesn't want to have any uh, mixed Dirty up with, laundry He doesn't there. want anything going on with his relationship. So I, point. I think he's playing this like really all head coaches should stay out of it. Let the people who are handling these 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 figures do it so that if he comes back, you have a clean relationship and you can just pick up where you left off at. Good thinking by John Harbaugh. Into the ugly category we go. And unfortunately for Tom Brady, has it ever looked worse than it did last night against the Dallas Cowboys? Second down, snap back. Well protected. Now he escapes out to his left. Good block, Tyler Smith. Pumps, throws it in the end zone, caught. And that made the score Cowboys 18, Buccaneers nothing, <laughs> thanks to the uh, disaster that was uh, Brett Maher, the uh, Cowboy kicker last night, missing four extra points. But that's about all that went wrong for Dallas. I don't feel too great about this, but you, let's go. You think they're pulling him offside, maybe? maybe. Possibly. Nope, they're going to run a play. Fourth and four, back to throw it out to the left, all alone. Caught at the two, and a walk-in touchdown for C.D. Lamb. How did you not cover the second team all pro? That's what you get for being an announcer and saying that they should not have gone for it there. That's why you're in the booth, pal. I'm not so sure about this. Yeah, I don't know. This looks like a bad call. Dallas goes on to rip Tampa Bay 31-14. to But nothing was as ugly as what happened to the former football team that plays here on Saturday night. The Chargers 27 nothing. It would all get away from them. Dropping, looking, fires to the right corner of the end zone, and that ball is caught for the touchdown. Christian Kirk for the score. Trevor under center. It's hasty, not ETN. From the one-yard line. Trevor drives to the end zone. It is good. He got it into the end zone. He spikes the ball. It's a 30-28 to game. And it would eventually be 31-30, as you know. Jacksonville pulled it out, and the reason they even went for that two-point conversion again was another penalty to 
Joey Bosa for throwing his helmet not once but twice on the sidelines. He said and something to the referee too because because he he was coming the referee, off the field. The referee put turned a beeline yeah, and was like basically it sounded like he said looked like he said what did you what did you yeah, say to me? Yeah, he did say yeah, that. That's what and, he said. and Joey basically repeated, repeated it. it and he, <laughs> he threw the flag. The flag. Yeah, you got Joey Bosa. You, I you, gotta, gotta, I, you, you haven't played much this year. You got to keep yourself in check. Come on. Listen, I I understand. The fire and the frustration, but again, these self-inflicted. This is a self-inflicted wound. Yeah. It, it just one hundred percent is, and without it, maybe it's a different outcome. But a lot uh, of people blame it on the coaching staff and the whole uh, the whole Charger, you know, situation. I mean, you, you, you if you have an atmosphere that allows for guys to go off and blow up like that, it can happen. You don't see it happening with other teams, other successful teams. I mean, this just uh, – that should not happen at the NFL level, a guy getting that crazy and that upset and costing himself – or costing his team the game by making two mistakes in, in the second half. Anyway. I can't wait to play you guys his day after. I can't, like, I, I can't he had wait 24 hours. He had a whole day before he had, his No, he had 24 comment? hours. He was back home in L.A. when they did this interview, and he – it was like he – was just transported he, from after the he game. Was, he was stewing on it the whole The night. whole, I'm sure that flight home was really fun, too. Yeah, well, too bad, Chargers. <laughs> did you guys see the, the uh, John Harbaugh interview that he did? Halftime? Yeah, he, no, it's it quite, was after the first quarter. Quite, quite uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Did you see this, Chris? No. It was uh, very uncomfortable. He actually was interviewed by, um, what's her name? Uh, she's now the... Gosh, Melissa Stark. Melissa Stark. Yes, I thank I can't you. Help you now. Melissa Stark. And so you know how they do those like after yeah. uh, first quarter interviews. I'm really trying to find the. I'm audio not gonna right lie. I, I turned like it was that uncomfortable for me. As like, oh man, this is. Did he just not want to do it, or did she <laughs> ask him a bad question? <laughs> he, clear, or? he clearly didn't look like. He wanted, he to wanted be any part of it. <laughs> My computer is stalling, or else I would play this for you uh, because it's only 20 seconds long. That's how well, we don't have 20 seconds to wait Gosh, on you, buddy. Dang it, computer! Why are you doing this? Don't stall on Scraby when he needs you. <laughs> I do. I do need it right now. Need him. I almost uh, gave the computer a gender, but uh, we're gonna have to play this later because it's that good. But I, I just can't find it right now for whatever right, reason. Well, that's the end of good, bad, and ugly. For the Super Wild Card round, uh, I, I tell you one thing, guys. I had trouble finding bad, and I had trouble finding ugly. Other than the Chargers, I mean, you really could have almost had the whole game, the whole weekend, be good. It was such good football. Uh, the four games in a row following the 49ers Seahawks game, which I thought was a great game for a half, but the next four games were all terrific. Until yeah. last night's game, really wasn't very good, but. You know, the NFL continues to show why they are the number one gold. sport. I mean, these <laughs> games gold. are just all terrific. Every of course, one of them. the computer opens up with the file now, so oh. we'll have to do that later. Well, good thing the 4 o'clock hours are on the other side. Yeah, that is good. We have more to come. And uh, Chris versus the fans is coming up. So give us a call if you'd like to play some trivia. 833-288-0973. It's next.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 